The following message was recorded at Shades Valley Community Church in Homewood, Alabama. For more information and resources from Shades Valley, please visit us at shadesvalley.org. Our scripture reading today is Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The word of the Lord. So, if you haven't already, I do invite you to open your Bibles to Luke chapter 2. Yes, still Luke chapter 2, because Christmas isn't over. I don't know if you, do y'all know this is, uh, this is the second day of Christmas, all right? Most people, th- 12 days of Christmas, y'all have heard of this concept, right? All right? Most people think that's a countdown to Christmas. It is not Christmas Day is the first day of Christmas. All of you should be expecting some like turtle doves today or something like that. There's 12 days of Christmas. It takes us through January 5th and concludes with January 6th, which is the celebration of Epiphany. Christmas isn't over, though I know for most of us who are adults, by this point in time, the Christmas glow has worn off. For our kiddos, however, it definitely has not, at least not for my kiddos. So yesterday... Uh, Morning, my kids were excited about to come out their skin. And why? Because there was good news of great joy. Unto them, gifts were given. And I love, I know we all do, I love watching kids open gifts. I love watching my kids yesterday open their presents. They, They rip open a package and they behold the glory of their newfound treasure. And you can visibly see like the joy building in their face until it erupts in in praise. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Look at what it can do. All that. They they behold glory and they have to go tell. They're still talking about it today because this is what it looks like to receive a gift. And, Shades, this is what it looks like to receive the greatest gift Christ. Here, at the end of 2021, I want to challenge us. I want to challenge us to let joy in Jesus dominate our conversations in 2022. I wonder what has dominated our conversations in 2021. 
Most likely something having to do with the news. But was it something having to do with the best news, the good news, the gospel? Literally, our faith is about news. But the kind of news that the world knows nothing of right now, our faith is about good news. Gospel. I want to challenge us to let joy in Jesus dominate our conversations in 2022. That happens when we actually take a moment, take time not to stare at the newsreel, but to stare at the news of the gospel. It it happens when we stare at the news of the gospel and behold the glory of Jesus. Because when you behold glory, you've got to go tell. That's how gifts work. We behold their glory, the joy builds till it erupts. We have to go tell. I, I want us to see that this morning in Luke chapter 2. We're going to do it by seeing three things. I want us to see why the gift of Jesus is glorious. I'm saying it is. Why is it glorious? And then I want us to see why that glory gives us joy. And finally, I want to see what does that joy look like? So that's the path for where we're going this morning. To see all this, we're going to focus in on the first people to receive the gift of Christ as it was announced to them, and that is a group of common shepherds that we just heard Penny read about. So look with me, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. And in the same region... There were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. So while Jesus is being born, somewhere in Bethlehem, these guys, these shepherds, they're on the outskirts of town working the night shift. Just another boring day at the office until a party breaks out complete with the glory of the lord disco ball like that's how god's glory is described as light it shines around them god's glory in scripture is his greatness his goodness his beauty and sometimes we see in scripture that it 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 takes on an indescribable visible form like where you can actually see it and the best that human language can do is describe it as some kind of light it it shines glory of god it's it's bright like the like the sun that's something that's happening right in front of these guys in the middle of the night and it freaks them out do you see that they were filled with great fear hang on to that phrase great fear all throughout scripture this is the automatic human response to the glory of God. Fear, trembling, falling down as though one is dead. Fear, it's the automatic human response to a revelation of God's glory. And not just because a supernatural event would naturally freak anybody out. No, Scripture reveals that people respond to the glory of God with fear because in the light of His glory we see our sin. I want you to see how that that works. God's glory reveals him to be who he is, the one true and only God. You have an encounter with the glory of God, it's immediately a known fact. He is who he says he is. 
And that immediately exposes our sin because sin at its heart is us pretending to be God, putting ourselves in God's place, sitting on his throne as it were, pretending to be our, our own God. And so when the real thing shows up, we are exposed as being imposters. We, we're, we sit on a throne of lies. We deserve to be expelled from that throne, which biblically speaking means death. The wages of sin is death. The glory of God is terrifying, which makes the angel's next words to the shepherds so important. Look at verse 10. And the angel said to them, fear not. How? How's that possible? Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news, gospel. I bring you good news of great joy. Do you see the angel flipping our phrase I told you to hang on to? Great fear being replaced by great joy. Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Fear not. How? The glory of the Lord is shining around. How am I supposed to fear not? The angel says, because I'm proclaiming good news, gospel. I've got a go You don't have to fear the glory of God because I've got a gospel that's going to give you great joy in the glory of God. Right now, you see glory, and it gives you great fear. Let me show you glory that will give you great joy. You see the angel flipping it, and what flips it is the good news, the gospel he's got to share. The gift that the angel is going to unwrap is the gift of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He, he's going to show them that they are receiving a gift of good news in Jesus. And he's going to show us why that is glorious. This is the first thing that I told you we need to see. We need to see why the gift of Jesus is glorious. See it in verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Right there in that verse we behold a threefold glory of Jesus Christ. First, he is the Savior. Literally means he's the one who saves, delivers. Behold the glory of Jesus. He has come to save. Secondly, we're told he is the Christ. That title means the anointed one. God, God had long foretold through his prophets that he would send a Christ, an anointed one, a king who would come from the line of the great King David. You remember David? David who grew up as a shepherd boy. God snatched him up, made him the greatest king that Israel had ever known, and he promised that one day a greater anointed Christ king from the line of David would come. That's what's being announced right here to these shepherds. These shepherds who ironically work the same job that David worked as a boy. They, they work it on the same hills where David tended sheep outside of David's hometown, Bethlehem. How fitting that the angels come to the occupational ancestors of David to announce the promised Christ from David's line is here. Behold the glory of Jesus. He's the Savior. He's the Christ. And the third thing we're told right here is he is the Lord. In other words, Jesus is no mere human Savior. He's not just some anointed human 
being. He's the Lord. He is the sovereign God over all who's taken on flesh. Shades, behold the threefold glory of Jesus in verse 11. He is the Savior. He's Christ, the Lord. Do, do you see why the gift of Jesus is glorious? Because in him we get God. the one whom we have rebelled against and tried to put ourselves in place of. We've done that because we think that that is the path to true and full joy, but it fails us every single time. Real and full and true joy can only be found in the real and true God, and we get him in Jesus. Do you see why Jesus is glorious? The gift of Jesus is glorious. Unpack, unwrap who he is and behold his glory, and see if that doesn't fill you with joy. It takes us to the second thing that we have to see this morning. We've seen why the gift of Jesus is glorious. Now we have to see why that glory gives us joy. Great, Jonathan. He's a Savior, Christ, the Lord. Why does opening that gift, seeing that glory, why does that give us joy? Look at verse 11 again. Angel says, for unto you. That's different than what he said in verse 10. In verse 10, the angel had just said that he had joy producing news for all people in general. But now in verse 11, he turns to these shepherds to make sure they know all people includes them. It includes you, shades, unto you, specifically you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Don't believe me? All right, the angel says, I'll give you a sign. Verse 12, and this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Why should the glory of Jesus give you joy? Because it has been given to you. In other words, Jesus is not just the Savior, he's your Savior. He's not just the Lord, he's your Lord. He's not just the Christ, he is your Christ. He took on flesh for you to save you. He's Jesus. That name literally means he shall save. Matthew 1.21 tells us he was given that name because he would save his people from their sins. Our Our sin that has caused us to fear the presence of the glory of God because it exposes us and it should be, our sin should be expelled in death. Christ the Lord saves us from that. Instead of us being expelled in death, He expels our sin. He puts us at peace with God that we might no longer fear God's glory but enjoy it. He was sent by the Father for this purpose, for God so loved the world that He gave His Son. He gave His Son as a propitiation for our sins at the right time that we may have peace with God. And the Spirit empowered Christ every step of the way to the cross and then raised Him from the dead three days later. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. This is a triune conspiracy of love that is after your heart so much it took on flesh that heart literally beat a beat and stopped and beat again for you this is the gospel of good news this this is the good news of christmas 
And it takes an army of angels to communicate just how joyous it is. Look at verses 13 and 14. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host. Army. It's an army of angels. There's a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Glory to God in the highest. Praise the God who is highest, most glorious. Why? Because he is pleased to give us peace through Jesus. We no longer have to fear the glory of God in the highest. We enjoy it in the highest with great joy. This is the gospel of the good news of Christmas. The greatest glory, which gives the greatest joy, is yours. Joy in the glory of Jesus. What does that joy look like? What what shape does it take? We've seen why the gift of Jesus is glorious. We've seen why his glory gives us joy. This is the third and final thing that we need to see this morning. What does joy in the glory of Jesus look like? I think we see it in these shepherds. Look at verse 15 and 16. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. They found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. I always feel like I have to pause right there because if you read that sentence too fast, they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. It sounds like all three of them were in a manger. Sorry, this is what happens when I read the Bible. I'm just letting you all know what goes on in my head. Here we see what joy in the glory of Jesus looks like. It looks like adoration. These shepherds, they act on faith. They've been told something. They act on faith. In haste, they come to find Jesus. Haste. There's desire here, affection here, adoration. And we know that for certain because of verses 17 and 18. It says, And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. Their faith is made clear by their adoration. And their adoration is made complete by their proclamation. They see glory, and they go tell. You see that? that this, this is what joy in the glory of Jesus looks like. Adoration and proclamation. Those two go together. They have to. They must. Adoration is not complete without proclamation. We see glory, and we have to go tell. This is what happened yesterday with my kids as they opened their gifts. When they opened a gift and they beheld the glory of their new treasure, there was joy, there was adoration, and it had to erupt in proclamation. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Look what it can do. All of those different things. This is what it looks like to receive a gift. And this is what it looks like when we receive the greatest gift. Joy in the glory of Jesus. We behold the glory of the greatest treasure and the joy builds until it erupts in praise. Adoration erupts in proclamation. 
We see glory and we have to go tell. That's what we've seen in this text. That, that's what it looked like for the angels. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. That's adoration erupting in proclamation. Glory. Go tell. And you see with the angels, we saw it with the shepherds. They made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. They were glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. That's adoration erupting in proclamation. Glory. Go tell. Shades, is this what joy in the glory of Jesus looks like for us? Like as we come together, week after week, Sunday after Sunday, we come together to adore our Savior. Does our adoration erupt in proclamation? When we see his glory, do we just have to go tell? Like today, with family, friends, kids, grandkids, as we continue to talk about yesterday, gifts we gave, gifts we received, will you share with those you talk with about the greatest gift you have ever been given, Jesus? This next year, in 2022, like when you go back to work or school or or into your community and you're asked, how was your Christmas? Will you proclaim your joy in Jesus? Will, will joy in Jesus dominate your conversations in 2022? Will, will joy in Jesus dominate our conversations more, more than the news? Will Will we proclaim the gospel? Good news. Shades. Through, through Christmas, we have been given the greatest gift. Joy in the glory of Christ. May our adoration erupt in proclamation. Shades. We've seen glory. May we go tell.